the latest episode of The Ugly Truth today. I recap my birthday dinner with producer Dub. We talk a little bit about what's going on with the graduation and senior balls this year. And also, I have an experience with the animals around my neighborhood. All of this, plus some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. I'm going to shit my pants. Paula. Unleash the Kraken. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 467. All right, really quick, I just wanted to touch on this because we have so much we want to talk about today, but this is the time when anybody who was graduating this year would be graduating and then senior balls would be Mm -hmm. happening this week. And I try really hard to understand what these parents and these kids are going through. I can only imagine how devastating it must have been to know that they weren't going to get to go to senior ball. Like to me, that was just probably the biggest devastation of them all. Especially for girls, because the money and the hair and the whole, you know, the the rituals of getting prepared and ready for the the final dance of your high school career, and it's over, and you didn't even get a choice, like no say whatsoever. I'm surprised someone is not having like a speakeasy version prom, like in their big backyard or something. I mean, I'm sure that happened, and nobody's, obviously no one's saying anything, but it was so sweet to see all of these parents who were so nice to get their girls corsages and they got to wear their formal dress and they took them to like I have a friend who took her daughter and his her date to the state capitol and did a full photo shoot and they literally did everything except for the actual dance and of course you know I mean there are some places you can go to dinner now but back you know maybe a week ago you couldn't and so I absolutely loved it I I would have done the same thing for for my kids um, and I, it, it was just so such a sweet thing, I thought. And the, all the dads involved were so cute, you know, helping their daughters get their little corsages on and stuff. Oh, that's sweet. I just loved it. I thought, yeah, that would definitely do that. And then the other thing is, is that, you know, a lot of co- collegiate students are graduating and there's no big pomp and circumstance. Yeah, that's Nothing. a big deal. To me, it is. I had a friend who's, um, I think it was her son graduated from a uh, university. I don't remember where. It was in the East Coast. And so she had where extended family and friends who were going to attend the graduation, they did a drive-by parade. But what they did is they pulled over and they created like this crowd, like this huge social distanced crowd. And he came out in his cap and gown and, and walked the walk on his sidewalk like he was graduating and walking across the <laughs> <laughs> and I said that is elaborate and adorable. I loved it. it was, was but so I think cute. about like everyone who is supposed to be like valedictorian or oh, valedictorian and give their speeches, and you prepare all year for that. Or like high, the high schoolers who you know they announce what colleges they got accepted to, I know, and it's you know. So true. The only thing I don't, I probably wouldn't miss is like the freaking uh, senior ball queen and king and bullshit <laughs> and all that stuff. I'm just like, ah, yeah. fuck it. But, you know, there's some like, you know, high school skank. It's just like, this was my time. <laughs> yeah. It was my year, damn it. And then nobody gets it. Or if you do, they send it to you in the mail. You know. I'm the Rona. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, but hey, think of all the pregnancies that were prevented. 
no prom night babies true, you know true. so there's that you know that's well a i'm a line. little disappointed because ryan was graduating eighth grade this year i know right. it's not a big deal but they were gonna do like a little processional and <laughs> you know move yes. them up to ninth grade i was looking forward to it it was supposed to be the first big you know of course it's a thing. big well it's like well with eighth grade it's more of a goodbye to your childhood welcome to young adulthood now you're four years away from becoming you know a member of society so there yeah. is that cool transition i mean even when we were in junior high they did the promotion ceremony for eighth graders mm-hmm. i personally don't remember our parents attending maybe they did maybe they didn't i don't think so though well you know when i got the newsletter they said it started at eight and i'm like what the fuck and they said you know doors open at seven and oh, i'm just like oh. i'm like are they kidding me well they were trying to get it done before school actually started and right. i'm just like god i'm like why can't we just do this shit in the evening i'm like who gets up at that hour <laughs> people who work <laughs> even when i worked jamie i was not you'd be sliding into your desk at 8 35 yeah. no i was i was an eight i was an eight ten person yeah you, so. you needed that 10 minute window but the other thing is is they were gonna do like they were gonna go to sunsplash and yeah. then they were going to have like their their little eighth grade grad party where they mm-hmm. were going to dance and have the game truck. And, right. you know, it's just like the time where some of the kids are going to split off and go to the different high schools mm-hmm. because not all of them are going to the same. So, you know, if there was a girl that they liked, then that was going to go to a different your chance, high school. man. This was their chance to, you know touch her or something profess and their love and never see them again <laughs> dance with slow dance i think they were gonna play slow songs of this course dance, they were so the first time to touch a girl's body and you know and then they'll never forget it. it'll literally be imprinted on their brain for the rest of their lives and then the girl will be done and then go to the bathroom and wash her hands she'll be like oh gross. he was so sweaty guys god his hands were just god it was like covid so, they're totally. like dirty and slimy what is it with with boys at that age where when you touch their hands not only are they dry but they're also so wet like well, how do they do that it's so strange and they feel kind of rough like yeah. calluses and it's so strange you know and their fingers always look kind of like deformed like every knuckle there's a new <laughs> bulge of finger they have like nubbin hands but they're big mitts they look dirty and they look like they've been playing basketball for 15 years and it's so weird it's like what are you working on the railroad what happened to you their nails are all kind of like uneven Gnarled. and you know peeled and and you're just like yes but they're but their little warm hand around your waist is just like oh i mean they do exude (laughs) a lot of heat at that age well they're just like pheromone i heard this on a radio station (laughs) one once he's just like my son he's all he's 16 and he's just full of pheromones he says i saw him running down the the football field and he's just like i wish we could bottle that stuff we could call it running buck It's so true. He says that that that's pure unadulterated pheromone right there. Yeah, that make there's there's a lot of men over the age of forty who'd be happy to glug that shit down or spray it or Anything. you know I, rub it. I don't know, but instead of taking two blue pills, I'd I'd take the I'd go with the running buck. Once the balls start to sag, they'll literally chop something off to get that back. Oh come on, that's just heat. <laughs> Haven't you ever seen a man that's really hot? laying on the bed and it's just like 110 degrees outside and it's just like their balls are like you know they're depressed the length they're the length of a ruler (laughs) they're just like jesus christ put some ice (laughs) on those things my testicles are just depressed (laughs) you know they're like running away from your body because it's so hot (laughs) so as far as the, the graduating class of 2020 my advice to you is to milk this shit for all it's worth, and when you become a mother or a father, if you're if you so choose, you can tell your children until the day you die. You think you got it rough? 
I lived through a fucking pandemic, bitches. I know. Don't give me any shit about how hard your life is for the rest of your life. That is such a silver lining you don't even know. You can put it on every resume. You can put it on every college application for the rest of your life. It's it's brilliant. There will, there will be a sense of empathy for you wherever you go, no matter what you do, even if you end up in prison. They'll be like, well, oh he did God. live through the pandemic, you know. <laughs> Just, do you know what every college entrance exam is going to be about this year? My life is a pandemic survivor. In fact, every baby that's going to be born in Kobe. the next nine months, <laughs> it's going to be the COVID generation. Oh, for the, real. The coronavirus generation. I, I shit you not. That's what this generation will be called. The coronavirus generation. We have Gen Z. And then the, the next generation will be these babies that are born. And they will be Gen C. Because that's well, who there they was will be. Gen Y, and then so we're going to start over again, but we'll go with the C. I feel okay, so I have to tell you a quick story. What um, I told Ryan a long time ago, and I just you know don't say these things to your kids, okay? Unless you're positive at the time, oh, that you said say it will happen. You actually have the money to do these things. <laughs> oh no! I told Ryan like six months ago that if he ended his eighth grade year with all A's and B's, mm-hmm. I would give him $200. Oh, he's told this is that, huh? th- This was at a, a time, though, when his grades were just in the trash. Like he can. was never going to do it in your mind. N- not that I believed. And so <laughs> he came in the kitchen the other day, and he slammed the refrigerator door shut. And I'm like, what's the matter, son? And he just kind of looked at me, and he had his mouth kind of like a little jar open, and his eyes were just kind of staring at me. And I'm like, what? What? And he's just like... <sighs> He's like, I guess I forgot to turn in something in social science. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> okay. And, and his eyes started to get a little glassy. And what? so I, I went into the kitchen and I'm like, son, what, what's the matter? And I touched his face and I could see a little tear like <gasps> coming into his what? eye. And I'm like, Ryan. He's dead. And he's just like. He's like, I have a C minus though. <laughs> so I was oh. like, but he had L A's and B's in the rest of the classes. And he's just like, and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, well, there's still time. He's like, mom, there's two days. There's two weeks left. Okay. And I'm just like, and I, I'm just like, well, I'm like, I, I've seen you pull out grades much, much faster. Oh, yeah. You know, and he's just like, there's only so many assignments left, mom. And so I'm just like, well, I'm like, well, how about this? I'm like, how about we just alter the agreement he's like no he's like the agreement was the agreement oh, and okay. so i'm just like i'm like well i said maybe i'll take a look at it and maybe what i'll do is i'll assess you know every a and b ah. and, you know and 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 divide it by the money and if i have to take a little off for the c minus then i will was he and acceptable just, to that agreement he kind of just like looked the other way like <laughs> as, as the as the little tear was like in his ear and I was or in his eye and I was wiping it away and That's I'm just funny. like it's, I said it's not a big deal Ryan I said I'm very proud of you for all the rest of the A's and the Hell yeah. I said I, I'm like I, I don't think a C minus is gonna ruin your life it and won't. so he's just like he's like all right I guess we can just look at it <laughs> so he was so damn hard on himself <laughs> well I mean I hope that continues but also tell him it's like by the way this this contract expires June 1st we are not renewing this contract for high school yeah really Jesus I'll owe you it's like three grand by the time you graduate I always joke though that Ryan's like my opus day Catholic that you know <laughs> He's the he one that born puts the, that way. the little chalice on his thigh and whips himself in the back <laughs> with a... Because he's the one that clears out his room to where it basically looks like a nun's barracks, you know, <laughs> when he when gets, he gets in, trouble. in trouble. Oh, Take everything. I deserve nothing but life. I deserve nothing. Right. You don't even have sheets on your bed. I can sleep 
should be suffering for my my sins. I should be freezing. God, it's all I deserve. I'm pathetic. I don't even know where he gets that. I don't either. No, one, no one's ever made him be that way. So I'm just weird. like, what What books are you reading? Where God, are no these? kidding. Stop reading the Scarlet Letter, Ryan. Jesus. Pick another book. Did one of your friends take you to a Catholic store or something? Did you pick God. up something there? Did you go to mass? What's happening? Know, right? Are you taking catechism classes? I just, you know, <laughs> concerned. Come into a room. Ryan, I was in your room putting your laundry away. What are these? Those are my rosary beads. It's like, <laughs> come on. I uh, saw in the corner of your room there was a, a very large mother, a mother Mary with uh, two large Mexican candles. What are we doing? Um, What's happening? You told me to embrace my heritage. Not that way. <laughs> eat a eat taco, a, son. Eat some fucking refried beans. Jesus. <laughs> Learn to make a tortilla. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Embrace Selena. Jesus. That's it. Okay. So change. So we in California, where where you and I live, there's been some really weird weather for the last few days. Yes. Started raining like on Friday or Saturday, but it's like super bright and sunny and warm. And then five minutes later, thunderstorms. Like it's so crazy. Yeah, I was sitting in my couch and there was a puddle from the previous rain, but it was like sunny outside. And the next thing I know, I look out there and it's all ding, ding, ding. Yeah. And I saw these drips. I'm like, what the hell? I know. It's so weird. So that's happening. And then earlier this week, uh, Daryl and I were converting this one side of the house. We're, we're trying to slowly go around the entire yard and we're, reno- we're re-landscaping and redoing some stuff in the backyard because we obviously we have a lot of time. And the backyard's kind of a, a forest of mess. And so we've created this little area for gardening. And so we're just digging up shit. Daryl's fixing sprinklers. I mean, it's just been this ongoing thing. So we're doing, we're, we're, we're disturbing things that have been left alone for a really long time. Uh-oh. What are you finding? Well, there's nothing underground. We fixed all that, but it's raining. And I turn and I look out to the side to the deck because the dogs are in. And I shit you not, there were four mice on my deck looking for dog food. Ah! So I, st- and here's the thing. I'm not afraid of snakes. I'm not afraid of that stuff, but I saw mice. And I think the reason I'm so afraid of them, first of all, everyone's afraid of mice. It's so strange. They're filthy creatures. They carry all kinds of illness. And so I see these little mice and I thought it was a rat at first, but they're not. They're mice. And I look and they're on my table where we eat outside. Plus, they're running around on the deck. And I'm like, what the fuck? And and Daryl's like, what's the matter? There's there's mice on our deck. He's like, what? And I'm like, multiple rodents. On the deck, and they are not at all concerned with my presence. They see me looking through the window, and they're just like, huh. And they keep looking for dog food, because we had put the dog food up, because it was was raining. So Daryl goes out there with a broom. (laughs) What's he going to do? Sweep them away? Well, you know, in the old days, people would get brooms and, like, try to hit them and make them leave. I get the freaking hose and spray them off the deck. (sighs) Oh, my God. And so, but they're quick, and they're speedy. And the problem is, is that our dogs are in the house. And so I opened the door. Unleash the Kraken! I did. I op- <laughs> so, well, then, so before I could do that, they all took off and they ran behind the shed by our little koi pond. Oh, no. Now, we've had problems with mice for a couple of years. You we know have, what? That's, that's probably their nest. We have successfully eradicated them from the shed completely. We have right. mouse-proofed that shit. That's what you think. They come and go, but the problem is this. We've had this problem before. Every year, a hawk comes and lays her eggs in one of the trees above our yard. And the baby hawks learn to fly. 
and they're not in our they're not on our property. I shouldn't I should preface they're they're somewhere else. But because of that, because of where they are when they're learning to hunt, all the critters move somewhere else. They this is the second year they've moved into our yard. We've had snakes. We've had uh, small skunks, possums, raccoons, mice, rats everything that they Jesus. all go to safety it's so like an animal kingdom at your house oh my god you have no idea well you do know you do you know you've cleaned up skunk anus in my house you know exactly yeah, what I've it is cleaned up a skunk but i mean i've never seen all that other oh shit. my god it's unbelievable i'm surprised freaking jack hannah has is like so this is jack hannah we're reporting live from <laughs> it's like the bermuda uh, triangle the, of creatures. the minor home oh god it's like the center of it all today we'll be covering small vermin they ran away <laughs> and i went okay they ran away so I start watching a show and I turn and look and they're back. And I said, okay, this is unacceptable. <laughs> what were they doing? Were they staring in the window? <laughs> One was. The other two had scurried up the table and I, he was like the lookout. And so I opened up the door. I'm like, Bodega, go get him. And I opened the door and Bodega was running out like a freak and he's chasing them off. Sasha traps one under the smoker and she's sticking her snout under there trying to get it and it found a way and it took off and she's still young and dumb so she didn't see it take off but she oh. was under there they had those things cornered for about a minute and then they found their escape route and got out and you know honestly if Sonny wasn't toothless and blind he would have killed all of them like it would be Aww. over because he's the one and for the Did last he try or no yes for the last three days that dog has been behind the shed screaming his head off <laughs> trying to get them come out you motherfuckers oh my god he's had enough he's like i'm gonna take my one good tooth and i'm gonna stab you with it and i'm gonna yeah, really, i will impale you on this he's like do you see this do you see this too <laughs> he is such a good dog i swear i'll, I'll be so sad when he dies because he's the best anyway i did appreciate that sasha the young puppy she has got the instinct you know, she's got it in, at a young age. So that's nice to know. Yeah, no, she's, I mean, she's not like Bodega. I mean, Bodega no. was a killer from birth. Oh my God, that dog. So I, we left him out. I'm like, I don't care if those dogs are soaking wet. I want no more mice on my deck. None. Well, why don't you place traps? Daryl ran to Home Depot. And okay, so here's what's funny. He's doing all of his research, right? And he goes, okay, we definitely need some mouse traps. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now they have really sophisticated ones where they go in and they get electrocuted and die right away. And oh, so I was just thinking you could get like the rehoming traps, but I'm not rehoming field mice. No, they'll come back. Rehome them to a field. I am in a field. They'll just come back. They'll, there's more. No, I'm sure. Take them down to the river or something. Anyway, no. So okay. Well, uh, if you wanna, <laughs> why don't you put them in a bag of water and freeze them? I hear Shut that's up. much more humane. <laughs> You're such an asshole. <laughs> so, <laughs> then let him thaw in their grave. Hey, I still have nightmares about that. <laughs> you know how the animal kingdom is? They can rejuvenate. I don't know how that happens, but anyway. Well, you know, I mean, there has been thunder and lightning storms. It might be, it's a lie! It's a lie! And Paula, his 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 coffin lid is aluminum foil, so anything's possible. God. Anyway. He forgot to hook up the doll. <laughs> <laughs> so Daryl goes, hey, they have mouse traps where you can actually have Wi-Fi so that you will get a notification when a mouse gets killed. Oh, for fuck's sake. I said, are you getting one of those? He goes, no, they're $50. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, but leave it to Daryl to find something like that, Mr. Technology. Instantly. Yes, I love technology. 
but I love you and me. He's like, I'm going to start calling him Kip. (laughs) (laughs) So I said, all right, fine. So he goes to this. He goes to Home Depot. He buys several of these electrocuting traps and he puts them under the deck and one behind the shed. And when a when a mouse is killed, the light goes green. And that's how you know there's a there's a dead mouse in it. And then you Mm -hmm. can all you basically do is you open the you open this little shaft and it dumps the mouse into the garbage can and you don't have to do anything. And so, of course, but, I mean, can you see it to know that no, it's in there? It's in a little it's like they look like little black coffins. And if they go in, they are electrocuted immediately. And then you just open the thing back up and you reset it. And that's the end of it. But what if you like electrocuted a, a bug or something? Well, no, it's it's conducive to mice. It's a weight thing. So it's OK, not, OK, it's OK. Not gonna do that. So anyway, so, of course, not one fucking mouse has been in those things. And it's been I'd have days. to look. I'd look in the garbage, be like, is it really a mouse? He brought one in to. to today and it was sitting on the counter and i'm like why is this in my kitchen and he said oh well the dogs had had smelled it and they dug it out and it was full of dirt and i said are you sure it wasn't a mouse you know like he figured it out and he's like no 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 no. the dogs had dug a big hole under the deck because they probably heard the mice and so i said so maybe the dogs are keeping the mice from coming you know and getting killed and i'm like well i don't care about that that's fine but I mean, I don't, I just can't, we can't have these mice. So anyway, well, I'm Why hopeful. would you just place that on the counter? That's gross. It hadn't touched anything, but it really it freaked me out. It doesn't matter. It's just a thought. It's just I like, agree. You know, even if it's a brand new pair of shoes, you don't put them on the counter. Like, I, well, I mean, maybe like lady shoes, but a man's shoes. It's I mean, just gross. Like flip flops? Gross. I mean, do you eat a steak sitting on the toilet? No, you don't do those. Oh, okay. I don't see the. The parallel here but it's dirty it's just not appropriate as well <laughs> I I get, you know all right so that's the mouse situation there's still there there's clearly at least three mice living under my shed i don't know how to get them out and i'm just disgusted just by the gun, whole thing shoot them i hope i just want them to die uh all right really quick recap because i didn't get to tell you about it I had celebrated my birthday on Friday. I told you about the terrible card. And Daryl, of course, was just like blown away by our tr- our murder trial last week. Oh, my God. I, you know, I thought he would have been used to it. But I did think it may have crossed a small line where he may have just been a little astonished at. He was the astonished. E- the depths of evilness <laughs> that we have. The level of detail was very yes. interesting to him but he did he said he laughed so hard he cried he thought it was oh, so okay funny. yeah he was, i thought he may have had like his mouth of him like <gasps> but he did like, so he 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 edited the show and he's like it was very very funny and i said i'm glad you liked it and he said i really want to reiterate that that card was meant to be a joke <laughs> and i said there's no saving it now it's out and there. i said listen i go i don't know what went through your little man brain that thought this was hysterical but it wasn't and i'm going to re- he goes i want you to destroy the card and i said yeah i heard you the third time when you said it mm-hmm. but i don't and i just really don't get i never understood the humor of it so you were going to pay and you did so it's fine and i go and you know you're getting a birthday you know you're gonna have a birthday too so you know look forward to this being a one-up until we die maybe your 60th birthday will have at a mortuary <laughs> <laughs> i told him that i said be prepared for when you turn 60 it's like game on now like it's over. we'll have to think of like the most like uh i'm buying him a grave is that what you're gonna do you're gonna so. buy him like a i'm gonna buy a him last a... rites uh kind of thing i'm gonna have a priest come over and give him last rites <laughs> you know what you should have a, a stripper priest come oh. over and give him his last rites Male, but have maybe. but have it be like an old lady. I'm gonna have it be a man. 
don't know. You should get like an old lady stripper and be like, this is this is what you get now when you're 60. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Friday, as I had told you, he had made some arrangements to essentially have the French cafe that our daughter works at completely to ourselves. And the owner of the place is he's a classically trained French chef, pastry chef. And then, of course, our daughter is mentoring under him. And it's been a wonderful experience. He's an amazing man. And so he was happy to oblige. So we show up at 630. And of course, Daryl's like, let's just dress up a little bit. I'm like, yeah, sure, of course, because we're like legit going out for dinner. And it's been, I mean, months and months. So we're really excited. So I'm walking towards and they have the door open, you know, to welcome us in because they're going to treat us as formal as possible. They're going all out because back in France, this guy owned his own cafe and it was a bistro. So he's he knows what, you know, he's like, he was so excited to like redo it all. That is so sweet. How exciting. Yeah. It was exciting. So I'm walking towards Kenzie and her boss and he whispers something to Mackenzie and she's like, shut up like that. So later I said, what did he say? He goes, your mom's going to get laid tonight. <laughs> and so, Oh, you must have looked pretty. That was nice. And so I wa- we walked in and I was able to wear heels. It was so nice. I thought you were going to tell me you tripped on the way in or something. I did like not that. trip. But I will say, I, I told Daryl, I said, you know, it's been so long since I've been actually able to wear a set of heels that I, I almost forgot how to walk in them because it's been so long I since know. I've had to wear something nice. So we walk in and they have in the corner, we have this little table with candlelight and, a, you know, a bucket with ice for champagne. And it's there's music playing and it's just it's so romantic. They I actually, bet you get real champagne because he's French. Yes. And we brought our own as well. And so they had blacked out the windows so nobody could see because it's 630. It's still really light outside. Cause oh, right. Yeah. Summer. So we sit down. He spoke exclusively French to us. And so God, French is such a sexy language. Yes. And and Mackenzie understands him so they can speak. And, you know, you know, she. Oh, that's right. She took French, too. She's fluent. Yeah, she's fairly fluent. And so so he she was mainly serving us. Mm -hmm. But um, the, the we had like a four or five course meal and uh, it was amazing. We had escargot and pastry. Literally the best escargot I've ever had in my life. And I've had escargot. I know, but you would never even know it. It wasn't slimy. It wasn't snotty. It was baked in pastry with a white wine sauce. Is it salty? No, it was delicious. It was so delicious. So it's like savory then. Oh, God, it was so good. You would never know it was snail. You would never know. It, it was just some beautiful, beefy deliciousness. Okay. And then we had a duck salad, which was Mackenzie's invention, mm. and it was delicious. So good. And then we had, uh, like, it was steak pommes frites, basically, which is just steak with potatoes. And then we had the most amazing desserts that they created just for us. And one, one, one was even a flambe at the end. Oh, how fun. It was so beautiful. And we had such a good time. And we had way too much alcohol. Way too much alcohol. We went through two bottles of champagne and almost a whole bottle of wine. Oh, my God. Afterwards, we walked around because we were so hammered. And what was really great is Mackenzie and her boss, they actually finished up and gave us the key and just said, lock up when you're done. Don't touch anything. We'll clean up when we get home because they, they, they're coming back at like 3.30 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so they said, just lock us up and blow out the candles. Please blow out the candles. <laughs> they said that three times. Right. And then that was it. And so we had this really long, beautiful meal. We talked about all kinds of stuff. Daryl and I talked about when we're going to France. He's been working with a travel agent. So that was kind of the gift, which was wonderful. 
it was just a really great night to be out. And I didn't know if I would enjoy it because I've been seeing Daryl's face so frequently, like everybody else. But it was a completely different thing because we were at, we were somewhere else and it is something that we just love to do. So it was just an amazing evening. And of course, I mean, very little sex occurred. We had had so oh. much alcohol. <laughs> I mean, right. so much. So we left and I'm like, I just don't, I'm not ready to go home yet because I was getting the spins. So Ugh. we actually went Pokemon hunting. <laughs> you guys are dumb. I know. So then we finally make our way home and, you know, Daryl's like, hey, let's, let's have a cocktail. I'm like, oh my God, no. You're like, I'll have, yeah, I'll have a glass of water. Thanks. Right. So he made these whiskey cocktails and apparently he drank his, I did not drink mine. And we end up in bed by like around 1230, 1 a.m. And he's trying to pull the move. And I'm like, look, I said, I'm willing to do it, but nothing's going to happen on my end. No orgasms are happening. I'm going to lay on my stomach and put my butt in the air. That's exactly. about as well as you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. And if you hear snoring, just just ignore it. Keep going. <laughs> and I told him that. And he's like, well, I don't want to. If you're not going to, I'm like, well, then this this evening has come to an end. And he's come like, on, okay. It's your choice. Spit on it and go or just leave me alone. Exactly. <laughs> so we passed out. I wake up at like 830 and I feel like dog shit. Of I course you do. So bad. You and didn't even like, drink oh water at all. Nothing. I passed out. I yeah. just passed out. I know. I felt terrible. So finally, after two Gatorades and like four glasses of water, I started to feel human. But we were we were not our right selves for almost two days. Oh, it was God. A shit ton of, it was way too much alcohol. I had never. And, you know, and I, I was. Do you think it was the combination of wine and champagne? It was just too much champagne. We had way too much champagne. And I get I can get a headache if I drink too much champagne anyway. But mm -hmm. we had way too much. And I said, why didn't we just stop at the one bottle? Like, why? what was the point of that? He's like, Because I don't know. you love champagne? Well, that and I also just, you don't even realize how much time is going and how, what you're doing when you're eating. And the food was so incredibly rich that you needed the clean taste of champagne and water and stuff. So well, it did was, they replace the bottle without you even noticing? Daryl went and got another bottle. Oh, okay. Because sometimes, like, if it. you have a good wait staff, they'll mm -hmm. replace your stuff without you even paying attention. I had that I happen to me one time. And yeah. I was just like, oh, I'm like, I, I, I didn't even notice I had another glass. And then you feel guilty <laughs> if you don't drink it. So uh, so you glide uh, it down. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, three glasses later, you're like, okay, I, how, how do I make them stop? Like, what do I do? Put a napkin over it or something? Yes. I don't want another one. <laughs> you literally have to put your napkin over the glass. Hide the glass. Put it under the table. <laughs> Mackenzie was a delight. She was so nervous that we weren't gonna like stuff oh poor thing and, and daryl was the same way he's like i just know this isn't what we planned and da, da, da. And i said first of all you can't one-up me on the gift giving department and it's fine this is a, this was an amazing opportunity this was an amazing thing to do considering the parameters nothing's open you couldn't even get takeout at the nicest restaurant in the state if you wanted to right now it's just really impossible because the fancy restaurants are closed so it's like we would have paid $400 for this meal anywhere else. It was so amazing. And they didn't charge him for the rental of the place. Nothing. That's really cool. Right, right. Yeah, it's a it's a very, very cool thing. And I'm really, I, you know, and Daryl was like, I just hope you like this. I hope you like this. I'm like, okay, I'm getting mad at you now. I like it. Okay, I love it. He's like, I just, you know how that is. You know how guys get really insecure when they're not sure. Well, it's because it was never done before. No, so. exactly. And, you know, he very rarely goes off the the tried and true. Yeah. You know, like he knows what, what will definitely hit it out of the park for me. 
because he knows me and this was not something he never I've never mentioned anything like this before so he was really worried and I said no this is brilliant I I absolutely loved it and I'm so glad we did it but that's how you learn yeah. and, and I mean when you guys have been together as long as you two have I mean you've got to try new things otherwise yes. you'll just get bored I think I think what it is too is that I'm always the one that gets us to try new things and he's always mm-hmm. so excited and glad that he agreed to do it because it always mm-hmm. ends up being so amazing. And so for him to be the one to decide to try something new, I think he was really nervous. Right. But it was amazing. And he did it. He 100% A plus. A, I would give him $200 for his report card. <laughs> it was really good. And I did get a nice card, actually, because I was giving him some shit there. He's like, well, here's the nice one. And he gave me a nice card. And it was very sweet. So, so we get home at like 1230 in the morning or something. Walk Mm -hmm. in the door and my house is full of flowers, full of flowers. So I saw those flowers. I guess they came late then, huh? Well, here's what was funny. Well, the biggest one was from you, which I was absolutely shocked. I had no idea that you were going to send me anything. They were so beautiful. But I walk in and I smell flowers. I'm like, oh, my God. And so no one was home. That's what I couldn't figure (laughs) out. It's like, where did how did these get in here? So. I looked at the the security camera and one showed up at 6.40 and the other one showed up at 6.45. It was insane. <laughs> just like that. And so I had just, just missed it. it. They're beautiful, huge bouquet of roses and fill and greenery and all of that stuff. And then Daryl's father sent me a bouquet with a balloon. Aww. And I was like, what? I had no concept of this. And I, because you know how I am. I tell nobody. I don't celebrate my birthday. I don't want the accolades, whatever. Right. So it was wonderful. And then I had a lot of people reach out to me via text, phone call, you know, everything. Your friend Tracy, or I guess she's kind of my friend too now, but she's just like, I'm not going to tell anybody it's your birthday today, but I hope you have a great birthday today. (laughs) Well, I was getting worried because they said they would text me when Mm. the flowers were delivered. And like by five o'clock, I'm just like, seriously, I'm like, how long is it going to, because I mean, usually deliver them by one or two, you know? Right, right. And I'm just like, I'm like, how freaking long is it going to take to get these damn flowers? And so- Finally, I got a notification saying they were delivered. And so I was just like, finally, God. I <laughs> well, was it's like, stressful. It forever. But yeah. I, I, they just must have had a lot of deliveries or because it was a Friday. I don't know. I don't but know. But anyway, it all worked out and everything was beautiful. Everybody was so sweet. And I would just thank you for everybody who did that. It was really nice because I don't, I don't do that. So thank you for that. All right. Moving on. A couple of things. Frank Bellick from Trading Spaces died. <laughs> I know. He was only 72, which in this world is kind of young to me. Yeah, it is. He had a heart attack. And that was that. Yeah. Well, he had a heart attack, I guess. And then he died the next day. So mm, that's sad. I don't know the, the the condition, but I mean, it doesn't terribly surprise me. I mean, he wasn't the epitome of health, I guess you would well, say. He was a little chunky. Yeah, he just, yeah. That was really sad, but he was probably one of my favorite. Him and uh, Vern Yip were probably my favorites. Frank and Vern are the best. They were the best. They had the, well, Frank did some really oddball shit. Like he, one time I remember he painted a cement floor looking like bricks in a garage. They They were renovating this garage for this woman. She had a real love for Shakespeare. And oh, okay. They did this whole renovation. It was like her, her room. And it, they, it had a concrete floor, so he literally had somebody hand paint cobblestone 
on the floor and then they schlacked it. And I went, you know what? That is just so ugly. I just don't know what's happening right now. And he made it look like a little forest. I don't know. But I mean, other than that, he did have some good ideas, though, for sure. Also, Fred Willard died, which everybody knows who he is. And I was trying to think about he was the he was an anchorman. He was the manager in Anchorman. Yes. Uh, he's like, God, that woman is terrifying. Ryan said something like, about Modern Family. He was he was uh, Phil Dumphy's dad in Modern Family. Okay. And when this when the show ended, the series ended, he had one final scene, and he died in the show. And so Aww. now, when he was filming, he doesn't he does not look well. He was very very thin. And so I'm like, oh, there's something going on with Fred Willard. But you just you just never know because this was filmed, you know, a year ago. And uh, now, of course, we know he had Parkinson's and so he passed away. But anyway, uh, he was in that. And then he was in one of my favorite movies of all time, Best in Show. I loved that movie. What, what role did he play, though? He was the color commentator for the show. You know what? I think he was a commentator. I'm not positive. I think he was also a commentator in Dodgeball. With uh, Jason Bateman. I do believe you're correct. He was also in The Wedding Planner with Jennifer Lopez. He was the dance instructor. Really? He's done many things that are better than that. But I'm just saying those are the three three things that came to mind to me <laughs> immediately. But Best in Show to me is just my favorite of his. Did they say why or was he just old? He had Parkinson's. Oh, shit. Yes. He um, had Parkinson's, but he still was acting until uh, 2020, huh? Par- Parkinson's doesn't... It, Parkinson's in it of itself is not terminal, it but it affects your body, and then ultimately you start experiencing organ shutdown. So mm. that because you can't eat, you know, the muscles start to atrophy. Right. So like it that. may not affect necessarily the key parts of the brain, just right. certain parts of the brain. Exactly. All right, let's do some huggly and awkward moments of the week. Oh, I thought this I, was funny. I like I like poo. I know you do. That's why it's made you laugh. <laughs> These are embarrassing, awkward moments that have happened when people have fecal problems. I was taking a shower, and this is one of those showers oh, where God, you, please where don't you, tell me someone pooped in the shower. I can't handle that story again. It's a tub. They're in the tub. No, I was taking a shower. As I was standing in the tub drying off, I felt a dull tingle in my nose. I must have paid too much attention to that and sneezed really hard. I didn't know I needed to fart, let alone poo. I sneezed so hard, I shit all over the shower wall. Worst part, I was having a serious discussion with my wife when the now infamous shower shitting incident occurred. Now, every time I get in the shower, she warns me not to paint the walls. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, there's no way. I'm like, I w- my first question was going to be like, was that really a woman? But when you said my <laughs> wife, I was just like, okay, obviously not, because a woman would never do that. Paula, every time how I... Can a, how can a man not know that there is a poop imminent in his butt? <laughs> I like, know. Like, are guys just dead down there? Do they not know? My uh, thought is this. For most men, not all men, but for most men, they can poop whenever they want to. I really believe that if a man decides he wants to take a dump, he could just decide to go take a dump. Women aren't like that. This man could poop when he didn't want to. And I just find that problematic because they have they have a pebble in the chamber at all times is my point. That was not a pebble. I know it was a spray, which I mean, maybe it was ill. I saw this. uh, I follow a bunch of like medical things on Instagram. 
There was this person. They were so ill. They were laying sideways on this like gurney. I don't even know if they were conscious, and they were just literally profusely shitting out of their asshole all over the floor. Ew! And involuntarily, it was just like pumping out like a like a untamed oil spout, and right. I was just like. my god I'm like that's like the lowest of lows you know (laughs) to just not be able to contain the fact that you're just shitting every and it was just kept coming out and out and I'm like how much do you have like I I thought he was probably dead or dying I don't know but I just don't understand how men can fart on command burp on command have to poop every day and how how are they so relaxed I don't know but they can do it it's so okay so interestingly that you say that because the second story is a woman's story. And here's the difference. Glaring difference. She, this is a husband's retelling the story because, you know, men are obsessed. She was yeah. working at a job 20 minutes from home. Pressure had been building all day, but she had a thing about pooping anywhere but the house. So she decided to wait until she got home. By the time her day was ending, things had reached nuclear proportions. Cold sweats, cramps, chills. Merely walking was now oh, so God. <laughs> merely walking was now so precarious as to require strategy and planning. She wasted no time clocking out. She made it awkwardly and carefully to her car, got on the freeway, sped, and began pleading to God and anybody else that she could think of to make it home clean. No, you have of to course. Stop. The pressure became so overwhelming, she compared it to labor pain. Physically and emotionally, she needed relief. She said she remembered consciously making the awful decision to shit her own pants. She she said to herself aloud in the car, I'm going to shit my pants. (laughs) And then she did it. And then she cried the rest of the way home. How could you? That is the difference between a man and a woman. Right there. He's like, I didn't even know I was going to shit. And she's just like, it's been this long, torturous time. And she's like, out loud. I All I could envision was this woman in her little Hyundai going, I'm going to shit my pants now. <laughs> and then does it. And started crying. I would literally have to find like a sweatshirt <laughs> or something. I would park my car on a street, find a house... Or like a court where it looks like there's no one. Yes. And I would hose myself off, wrap the sweatshirt around my waist, leave the car, <laughs> like peel off the tags or whatever, scratch yeah. out the VIN number. And walk away. And, and then call an Uber and just never go back to the car again. <laughs> like, I would literally just abandon my car and buy a new one. I, Don't I, you think? Well, it would be difficult for me to get back in it. That's for sure. I mean, who's going to clean that? Well, I How mean, do you I, explain that? What, are you going to go home and tell Daryl, like, <laughs> I, I really shit my car today? Oh, my God. I would, no, and she started crying, and that would be me. I would start crying afterwards. I'd be like, this is the worst day of my life. I would much rather say my car got stolen or I was carjacked. <laughs> yes, than have to deal with that. And then Victor would be like, so why do you have a sweatshirt wrapped around your waist? And you It ha- was an you ugly, are, ugly and, situation. And you are naked. I'd be like... <laughs> They tried to attack me, but I ran. <laughs> oh, my God. And yeah. then he'll be like, do you smell poop? No. Nope. What? I don't no. Sm- I smell nothing. <laughs> and we'll never speak of it again. I'll be right back. I'm showering. Yeah. I, I have to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> I mean, can I mean, here's the thing. I am 
I have very shy bowels. I, you and I both know that when I go on vacation, the idea of having to go to the bathroom with my family in earshot is I'd rather die. Like I can't, I, I really struggle with it. I, I'm not even jealous of those who can actually. The whole idea is so repellent to me. I can't take it. It's horrible. I am I am not opposed to just throwing things away. Like yeah. If in the refrigerator, if I'm cleaning out the fridge and there's a Tupperware that just looks, you know, I don't know, undesirable and I'm like I'm not cleaning this, I'll just throw it away. Mm-hmm. I just throw it away. I don't I don't I don't force myself to clean things like that. <laughs> I can't What's, tell you how many litter yeah. boxes I've covered and just tossed in the garbage <laughs> like yeah. the big dumpster so and what's Victor, the difference Victor will gonna... come home and he'll be like oh we got a new litter box I'm like yeah he's like what happened to the old one I'm like I threw it away he's like why I'm all it was just too dirty I didn't want to clean it well, like, well mean, you have to stop doing that so what what's the difference if you end up using your car as a litter box of course you'd throw it away and get a new one so that's what I'm saying is yeah. like I, d- I don't force I've thrown away clothes that like if I had like a period stain on it oh, yeah. like well if you take it to a clean dirty make it oh, I'm like too, I'm all too hard I'm just throwing it away <laughs> that skirt was 16 bucks so I'm not gonna it's not worth the 25 dollars. i'm not gonna clean. go drive to a cleaner have them put a little safety pin on it with a note and spend 20 dollars <laughs> trying to clean a 16 dollars skirt fuck it absolutely not. not doing it not happening yeah so but that's that is the glaring difference between men and women he doesn't even know he's got a poop and she's just been methodically planning her exit strategy since it began and she put herself through so much effort and then ultimately failed and was so disappointed in herself that she wept I mean, that's the difference. If I have to do something disgusting, I go to a disgusting place. I will go to a gas station bathroom. Well, that and... explains your relationship with Motel 6 in your 20s. No, that that's complete. <laughs> that was taboo, filthy sex. Yes, exactly. And, but um, that has nothing to do with diarrhea. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if I'm going to go be gross i'm going to a gross place and so i would not attempt to drive home it just oh god no even i know that miracles don't exist and so (laughs) you're not there's only so much control one can have over natural urges it's just like when you have to pee so bad and you get in front of the toilet you know especially after having children you know you're not gonna make it i have ruined so many underwear thinking i can make it and then standing in front of the toilet, and it's just not going to happen. And I've thrown those underwear away. Absolutely. I threw away a pair of the underwear the other day. I'm like, these are just beyond, like, they're my period underwear. But I'm like, these are more than period underwear now. Now they just look like. An experiment. They just look bad. They look yeah. like they've been worn by a dog. And so I just. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm like, I would be yeah. embarrassed, even if they were period underwear. I'd be embarrassed if someone would be like, those are your period underwear? I'm like, I know, they're gross. So. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I and I but my point in the pooping at home only thing that doesn't even save me because if Daryl's here, I'm like, I, I have to strategize. It can't be when he's up here. I remember the other day I actually got mad at him because I felt like I had to go to the bathroom and he was still in bed and because it, it was like a Saturday. Well, and she used to went downstairs because Tyler was showering. And so I was sitting and in you there can use the girls bathroom. You have fucking three bathrooms, Jamie. I started to sweat and I'm like. <laughs> okay wait do you sweat when you have to poop well because i was getting anxious and oh. so <laughs> daryl's still like hoo, 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 and he you know because he doesn't care <laughs> daryl's like hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> so finally with his a- absolute 
absolute no knowledge of what's going on in my in my body or my brain. I get up and I go, well, since you're just going to continue to lay here, I have to go to the bathroom. And so I go and I slam the door, turn on the water because <laughs> it's like now I'm resentful that I've got to do this because I cannot hold it any longer. So I go to the bathroom and I come out and he's gone. And I'm like, fine, God, finally. And I can hear him going, you could have just said something. And I'm just like, I don't operate I like did. that. That's why you're downstairs. I don't do that. I don't do that. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. If I disappear from a room for 10 seconds, everyone's like, hey, where's mom? Where'd mom go? Like, and, and it's not even that they need something. They just need to know my whereabouts. Yes. Because I think they just want to know where I am in an, in the event they might yes. need me. Right. And so... um, Mom, mom, what are you doing? Are you in there? Yeah, yes, I'm in here. Oh, okay. Well, what are you doing? Olivia, what do people normally do in a bathroom? Oh, yeah. okay. Well, um, I just was checking. I didn't oh, see you. God. Thank you. Enough. I'm all right. Just using the bathroom. Like, well, I was trying to. Now it'll probably be another day, maybe, before I can go again, because you've scared it back up, you know, probably into the small intestine. You know, I've done that to myself. I've done it where I'm like, I waited too long, and now here we are. That's why I have to wait. I actually have to wait that long because mm. if I try and go sooner than that, I can't. Yeah. Well, remember when I had to have to, I had to even, I just had to fart before they would let me go home after my hospitalization. <laughs> I Remember I told Daryl to go home? I, I, I couldn't do it. And I was trying so hard. I'm like, okay, this is a medical situation. This is not at home where I accidentally do it. It's like, I'm required you know, I haven't eaten anything, so it's just going to be air. It's no big deal. And I could not do it. Hours, like 10 hours. Uh -huh. And finally, you're like, Daryl, I think you need to leave. I said, why don't you go home and check on the kids stuff? He's like, no, they're fine. I'm like, Daryl, I'm going to go home. She's not going to be able to <laughs> fart if you're here. And he's like, oh, really? I'm like, just go. And like, what was it, a half an hour? <sighs> Barely, 20 minutes. I did it. And I got up and I told that I ran to the nurse's station with my little IV bag. I said, I did it. And they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I farted. And they're just like, oh, okay. All right. about it. <laughs> I'm like, you don't even know. And I hobble back. God, I was so mad. I'm like, this is a big deal. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is a big deal for me to tell others. Jesus. Uh Oh my God, that was so funny. I, I knew, like, after a while, I'm just like, you know what? I'm like, she can't fart with him here. That's exactly nope. what it is. He's nope. too attentive. She's just, she's, it's, it's, it's scared to come out. It won't. Like, there's not one nerve in my body that was saying, go ahead, do it. It's never going to happen. Because even if he left for coffee or, you know, <sighs> you know, he's coming back. So, yes. you know, like that pivotal moment, he'll walk in and you'll be like, ah! <laughs> just like she'll just sneak back up i just can't yeah it was terrible i mean i just i would i'd still be there probably if it wasn't, if it wasn't for you to send him away oh, so crazy anyway all right well that's all i have all right everyone well thanks for joining us and we will see you on sunday Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.